Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We go outdoors on the weekends with Steve Carney. Steve Carney, outdoors.com. Steve-O, how you been? Been great. It was a good day in the duck blind this morning, Steve. Um, I'm wiping my eyes right now because I try to cut up some very powerful onions to put on my walleye tonight, <laughs> and I'm crying all over the place, so bear with me. Uh, I thought it was because it was, you had to talk to me. Oh, no, I not a chance. Um, it was really a good morning. It was a beautiful ducky morning, a little uh, foggy. I know a lot of the people in the southern part of the state ran into some serious fog, but it was a really nice, very mild morning and did well on the wood ducks. And that was about the only species that um, that we ran into this morning. And we did did fine on the wood ducks, but not much for mallards or teal. And um, the shooting in the distance, I think, was kind of average, maybe a little below average. But people were out and about, and there were three, four groups uh, in pretty much the same area we were. Everybody was spread out, plenty of room. And so that's, uh, you know, better than I thought it would be, but not as good as it was back in the 70s and 80s and 90s. But we, we take what we can get. Yeah, and uh, do, you, do you expect some of those uh, those other birds to move in later? I mean, typically it's it's that first big cold front, that, that first big push of cold air, right? Well, back in the day, you know, we got very excited by northwest winds and cold fronts because that yep. always meant a push of birds. But nowadays, in modern times, that's not necessarily so. Um, last year, they, you know, overflew the state almost in a day or two. The whole kit and caboodle headed south. So we didn't really have a, you know, series of, you know, ducks moving in at different times. It was really a weird year. But it's hard to say. I, I like to see more local mallards and more local teal on a day like today. And if they're not there, um, they're not there. And then you have to wait for the migrant birds to come down. So. You know, we'll have to see. It's just uh, it's a crapshoot with this duck hunting in Minnesota. You just don't know from day to day, week to week, what's going to happen. You just uh, try to get as many opportunities as you can and put as much time in the water as you can to try to make something happen. Yeah, I put up the welcome sign out in the river. I want those wood ducks to come in and get after those acorns in my backyard. I, I rely on them every year to, to clean up the bumper crop acorns, so I'm waiting. Uh, you're yeah. along the river for the wood ducks to come through. Well, I tell you, the acorns have had a banner year, and, and the area that I've been oh. bow hunting for deer has got there's so many acorns that I'm actually I'm competing with the acorns because they just get on those things and roll them around in their mouth and spit out the husk, and it's just hilarious to watch them eat acorns. But they've got plenty of opportunities for food. The corn is standing, and 
I was out three times this week and still haven't pulled my bow back yet. I'm just not seeing them. Um, corn is still up. The beans are up. There's acorns everywhere, natural food for them. So it's sort of your typical September where, you know, you just got to wait it out till you get into the pre-rut in October. Although the fishing has picked up a little bit, you know, we've talked about it for five, six weeks, how slow it's been. And that's just kind of starting now. And uh, my shallow water walleye bite is over. Now I'm finding them in 25, 28 feet of water. So they're definitely changing and making some sort of transition here with the water cooling. So, yeah, there's a lot of things going on. And, and the beauty of October coming up is the fishing's good, the hunting's good, everything just peaks in October. So that, that's the month you need to take about four weeks off, Steve. Yeah, and you, you've been busy uh, trying to get a deer in the woods. You talked about the duck hunt. Uh, what have you been hearing about the fall bite? Um, not a lot. You know, everybody now switches to duck hunting pretty much, and in a lot of the lakes that I fish, there's been very little activity, and I think a lot of the cabin people just, you know, hung it up on uh, Labor Day weekend, and not a whole lot of activity, and I'm usually in the morning the only trailer at the landing, and again, that's sort of typical for September, but once the fall bite gets going and the locals and the tourists kind of, you know, find out about it, then they'll start, you know, hitting the boat ramps and you'll start seeing action when that kicks in, which is usually middle of October, beginning of October, depending on temperatures. Water temperatures are still really warm, Steve. They're 68, 69 still, and we got to get down below 60, and then things really start happening. And the 40s and 50s is really when the, the best action is. So it's all about Mother Nature you know, how this is going to shake out. If we start getting a lot of cold, that's going to be good. If it stays warm, it's going to delay things. So, you know, if you like cold, bring it on. Yeah. Quiet week, though, in in these parts. Looks like it'll be quiet around uh, much of the region uh, this coming week. Dry, relatively cool, with uh, warming temps a little bit later in the week. Here in uh, the cities, we'll see uh, highs around 70 by Thursday and Friday. But uh, like I say, no real hot stuff, and, and for that matter, no real cold snaps. A, a very quiet week uh, weather-wise. All right, Steve, always good to visit with you. Uh, where are you going to be in the coming week? I'm going to be going at it all different ways this week, Steve. Ducks, walleyes, and uh, chasing deer. I do want to do one quick shout-out. I saw some boat, duck boats this morning that were very overloaded like three guys, decoys, dogs, and 14-foot boats. And people need to be aware there's a big wind coming in tomorrow afternoon, over 30 miles an hour, and those duck hunters out there in those overloaded boats really need to pay attention because that can be a very serious situation when you're in a boat that's got too much weight in it, which you see a lot out there on the duck sloughs. All right. Yeah, good, good advice indeed, Steve. Uh, take care. We'll, we'll visit with you in a week. Sounds good, Steve. Have a great rest of the weekend. There he is, Steve Carney, stevecarneyoutdoors.com, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. He's done it for years, and uh, today is no exception. When we come back, lots of college football. Uh, weird, the live stats out of Bethel at a 28-24 final. Well, now it's updated to 34-24. Bethel still wins uh, in the big showdown today in the MIAC uh, we'll have the regional scoreboard. Uh, we'll have the Big Ten in the top 25. Minnesota playing well on the road at Michigan State. That game should be at the half. 
Jonathan Lowe's going to jump in early. And then, of course, Jonathan Lowe's going to be around uh, for the Twins game tonight. Twins and Angels at Target Field. Our coverage begins a little bit later on. A couple of guests, Matt Hodson from the Twins front office with details on Fan Appreciation Weekend. And Dan Hayes, who covers the Twins for the Athletic, about uh, turning the page and looking forward to 2023. We'll get Dan's thoughts on that as the Twins are now in play out the string mode uh, here in the 2022 season. That is all coming up here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. There is a lot going on. Twins, Angels tonight, Fan Appreciation Weekend. It has been a rough stretch for the home nine. We'll get into that a little bit later on. Uh, by the way, our pregame show at 5.30, first pitch after 6 o'clock tonight. And then the series finale, and then the, the Twins' home season just about over. The White Sox in town, and then that's it. They'll finish on the road in Detroit and Chicago. Meanwhile, the Vikes and Lions go at it tomorrow at U.S. Bank Stadium. The Vikes have played two games, and they they couldn't have been more different. A blowout win over Green Bay in week one, and then a blowout loss in Philly in week two. And then what I would say is a sneaky good Detroit Lions team. Scrappy, kind of like their coach. I don't know. Generally, over the years, whether it was the old Met or the Metrodome or now U.S. Bank Stadium, generally the Vikings have owned the Lions here in Minnesota. But I I, I don't know. This, this Lions team scares me a little bit going into the game tomorrow. Um and then, of course, college football. ton of college football today. Big game in the MIEC. Uh, Bethel uh, defeats St. John's. And what, what's weird about it, the live stats I'm looking at jump back and forth between 28-24 Bethel and 34-24 Bethel. So I, I can't figure it out. The MIEC website takes forever to update. So... It looks like Bethel won, but we're not sure by how much. We hope to get a game report on that one. Uh, we do know Gustavus won at Concordia 23-6. to Augsburg beat St. Scholastica in Minneapolis 50-13. to Carlton was leading Hamlin late, and St. Olaf will play McAllister in St. Paul tonight at 7 o'clock. Over in the Northern Sun, a more reliable scoreboard for sure. And number 13, Augustana beat Northern State 21-13. to Minnesota State has gone ahead, or excuse me, Mary's gone ahead of Minnesota State in Mankato. 28-24 early in the fourth. Uh, this has been a seesaw affair. And Sioux Falls has uh, won their football game over UMD. Now the scoreboard at the Northern Sun website says Sioux Falls leads at 20-17. to that is not the final, however. Uh, Sioux Falls uh, did win that football game today over UMD in Sioux Falls. And then uh, the only other score in the Northern Sun with all the other action coming up later on had Winona State blowing out MSU Moorhead today 40-7. to So you're up to date on some of the scores around the area. Right now we want to bring in Jonathan Lowe. 
is going to update us on the Big Ten and the Top 25, including Minnesota's Big Ten opener at Michigan State. They are at the half so far so good for the Golden Gophers. Jonathan Lowell, it is all yours. Thank you very much, Steve Thompson. It's wonder to be, wonderful to be on with you again on uh, this wonderful day of the week. And I know it's dreary. It's rain. It's gray. It's not a beautiful day outside. I'm sorry. But there is one thing that gives you a light, a shining light of hope. For the first time in the astrological year of 2022, you can officially say that it is a Saturday in the fall, y'all. College football here, there, and everywhere. And we get it rolling in the Big Ten, and we start in East Lansing, where Minnesota is not only looking to go to 4-0, but they're doing it in an impressive fashion. They are leading Michigan State at the half, 17 to nothing. Tanner Morgan, 17 of 20, 207 yards and a touchdown. Mohamed Ibrahim, 17, or 16 rushes, 78 yards and a touchdown as the Gophers continue to lead at the half. Other scores, Indiana looking to get to 4-0 on the season. They're at Cincinnati, and they are getting rolled. The Bearcats lead at the break 38-10. to Finals from early today, it was number 14, Penn State, pulling away in the second half to defeat Central Michigan 33-14. Number four, Michigan had a tussle with Maryland and were only up four at the half. It actually ended up being a fairly close end of the game. 34-27, Michigan pulled away in the fourth quarter. Maryland got close but didn't have enough time to come back and win fourth-ranked Michigan now 3-0 on the season. Coming up later this evening at 6 o'clock tonight, it will be a kickoff in Piscataway between Iowa and Rutgers. Rutgers 3-0 on the season, Iowa 2-1. A little bit later, it will be Purdue taking on Florida Atlantic. Purdue trying to get to 2-2 on the season. Northwestern trying to recover from their loss to Southern Illinois last week. They host Miami of Ohio. The big game in the Big Ten tonight will be number 3 Ohio State at home hosting Wisconsin. Ohio State looking to get to 4-0 on the season. One other final to talk about, Illinois was a winner earlier in the week over Chattanooga, the final 31-0. The fight and Brett Bielema's are now 3-1 and one on the season. To the top 25 scoreboard, it is at the half in Knoxville on Rocky Top. Number 11, Tennessee, leads number 20, Florida, 16-14. to 14. Number 25, Miami, at the half, is trailing to Middle Tennessee. The racers race out to a 24-10 lead at the break. Number 22, Texas, on the road in Lubbock, taking on Texas Tech. The Longhorns leading 24-14. to They have just kicked off the third quarter. Number 15, Oregon, trying to hold off Washington State. The Cougars looking to get to 4-0 on, this, on the season. And they earlier defeated Wisconsin in Madison. The Cougars now up 17-6 to late in the second quarter. Number 16, Ole Miss. They are holding a 28-14 lead at home over Tulsa late in the second quarter. Ole Miss 3-0 on the season. Finals from early today, number 17, Baylor had to hold on in Ames to defeat Iowa State. The Bears win 31-24. It was a wild affair in Winston-Salem. Number 5, Clemson. Number 21, Wake Forest. Both 3-0 on the season. It not only went to overtime, it went to double overtime. And Clemson holds on for a 51-45 victory. Number one, Georgia. They had a tougher-than-expected time with the flashes, golden flashes of Kent State. The Dogs, however, get to 4-0 on the season. They win 39-22. Number 24, Pitt. They rebound from their loss to Tennessee and beat Rhode Island 45-24. Coming up later on tonight, number 10, Arkansas, will be 
in Jerry World at the eight at AT and T Stadium in Arlington to take on number twenty three Texas A and M. Number eight Kentucky will be at home to take on Northern Illinois. It'll be number twelve. NC State trying to get to Forno as they host Connecticut. Number two, Alabama trying to get to Forno. They host Vanderbilt. Number six, Oklahoma. They'll be at home trying to get their fourth one on the season as they host Kansas State. Number three, I'm sorry, number seven, USC will be on the road in Corvallis where undefeated dreams have gone to die before. Oregon State is 3-0 on the season as well. They're both trying to get to 4-0 on the year. Number 19, BYU, looking to rebound from their loss to Oregon last week. They host Wyoming. Number 18, Washington, off of that spanking of Michigan, Michigan State last week, they will host Stanford. And number 13, Utah, will be at home, or on the road, excuse me, in Tempe, taking on Arizona State with a new head coach since Herm Edwards was booted out earlier in the week. Now we head to FCS, and in the Missouri Valley, they are starting league play, and they're starting it with a bang. Number uh, one overall in FCS, North Dakota State, they take down double-up South Dakota in Vermilion, 34-17. Number four in FCS is South Dakota State. They're in a tussle with Missouri State in Springfield. That score 14 all at the end of the third quarter. North Dakota is trailing at Southern Illinois, 31 to 16. That's early in the fourth. And just about to get to halftime in Macomb, Northern Iowa is up on Western Illinois, 17 to 3. One other score to talk about St. Thomas in the Pioneer League. They are dusting off Lincoln of California. I believe that has gone final. Uh, the current score they show is 43 to 6 with 10 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. So St. Thomas getting back on the right track and getting a second win after losing to Southern Utah in the opener this season. All right, very good, Jonathan. I, I've never heard of Lincoln of California, but... Uh, you are not the only one, sir. Yeah, that that is new. And and I've been doing scores on Saturday uh, for a long time. You, you, you've been a part of it for a long time as well. That That's that's a new one. By the way, the, uh, Link, the Lincoln, California, I don't know whether it's college or university, their nickname, the Oaklanders. All right, just goes to show you learn something new every day but congrats to the tommies on uh, beating a team today i've never heard of it is 4 30 uh once again huge game in the miac uh bethel beat st john's 28 24 the live stats for a while showed 34 24 but bethel wins it uh once again the final 34 24 jaron rosti uh the fine royals quarterback comes back and for the first time in his career, uh, beat St. John's. He goes 19-29, 321 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. Now we have a Twins game coming up, so time is going to be tight today. We're going to try and squeeze in some game reports, uh, bring you some more scores, and we're also going to tell you about the Twins and the Angels as well between now and and 5.30. But first, quick break. We'll do the weather here at News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Twins coming up. Twins and Angels at Target Field. Fan Appreciation Weekend. It has been a struggle for the home nine. We'll get into that in more detail. Big college football day around the area. Let's go to the MIAC. Augsburg home to St. Scholastica. Don Stoner joins us. And uh, Don, big win for the Augies today. Yeah, big win, uh, 50-13 to 13, the final score for Augsburg. Home opener here at Edor Nelson Field and the uh, conference opener as well. Um, big, big, big offensive day for the Augies. They put together 
603 yards of total offense compared to 223 for the Saints. Um, the Saints got on the board first with a touchdown from uh, Nick Schlender, but then Augsburg scored 24 unanswered points to take a 24-7 to lead at halftime. Included among those were two touchdown passes from Cade Sheehan, one to um, Dominic Smith and the other to Braden Treader. And then St. Scholastica scored again on the opening drive of the third quarter, and Augsburg finishes the game with 26 unanswered points with touchdown passes from Sheehan to Treader, a, rush, a rushing touchdown from Trey Lee, a 15-yard reception for a touchdown by Devin Shelsky, and then a rushing touchdown for D.J. Monroe, DJ, the sophomore out of Shakopee, had a huge rushing day for the Augies. 25 carries for 187 yards. Trey Lee, 9 carries for 78 yards. Cade Sheehan, the, the uh, quarterback, sophomore out of Rochester Mayo, completed 26 of 38 passing. 295 yards and 4 touchdowns. Two of those going to uh, Braden Treader, who caught 12 passes for 182. Dominic Smith caught 4 passes for 23 yards and a touchdown. Nick Schlender rushed for both touchdowns for St. Scholastica. He rushed 17 times for 141 yards. And on defense, the Augies were led by Brandon Schostrand, who had uh, seven tackles on the day. Lionel Gates, Jalen Lomax with six. Uh, Jalen Lomax also with a half sack. Yariel Lopez-Barrera with a sack. And Jake Kukowski for St. Scholastica with 11 tackles on the day. Augies now 3-0 and on the season to start the uh, year and they'll travel down to Northfield next Saturday at 1 to take on St. Olaf. All right, very good, Don. Thanks, as always. Thank you. There he is, Don Stoner. Augsburg beat St. Scholastica in Minneapolis, 50-13. to Carlton led Hamlin late, 14-6. to Still can't f- confirm the score there. Uh, Gustavus beat Concordia, 23-6. to And St. Olaf and McAllister tonight at 7. Game of the day in the conference. St. John's at Bethel. Royals win it 28-24. Jaron Rosti returns. Their outstanding quarterback. Uh, Huge day today. Three touchdown passes. Royals win. Beat the Johnnies 28-21. Both teams are now 2-1. And And I would assume uh, would would play uh, for the conference title at the end of the season. Uh, they're the favorites again in the MIC. Let's jump over to the Northern Sun. Uh, Augustana off to a great start in this 22 season, and they beat rival Northern State from Aberdeen today. Jeff Filling, the vice of the Vikings, joins us, and another good win for Augustana. was, well, Steve, and I do have a question for you. Could you send me a slab of the of ribs from that Nikki's Barbecue? I, I I would I'm I'm on it right after the show it's on the way okay because I, I might even I might and... even drive him to Sioux Falls that would be great that would be wonderful <laughs> but I'll be too hungry by the time you get here yeah. after you're off the air so yeah Augustana won twenty one to thirteen for the first time this year for three minutes in the game they trailed Northern Northern scored the first touchdown of the second half to take the lead. 14 to 10, but Augustana responded right away with a pass from Thomas Skolton to Matt Francis at five yards, completing a 73-yard drive to take the lead. And then the Vikings, who forced three turnovers today and didn't have any, got a strip sack from Joel DeHigh and Grayson Diepenbrock, who also picked up his sixth sack of the year, picked it up and ran it in to make it 21-10. 
Northern would kick a field goal late in the game, but Augustana was able to hold off the Wolves, who beat Minnesota State last week. Final here, 21-13. It was an old-time football game, Steve. Neither team had 300 yards in total offense today. How was the weather in Sioux Falls today? It was nice. It was about 70 oh. degrees, cloudy. Sun came out a little bit, but uh, oh, okay. it's going to be a little warmer here this week than it is in Minneapolis. So, Yeah, and uh, what, what what's coming up for Augustana? They play Sioux Falls next Saturday. Uh-huh. Sioux Falls, I, I believe, scored late to beat Duluth by four, I think. Three or four. Yeah, I, I, I did see a final on that. Sioux Falls holds off UMD 34-31. I, I was following both play-by-play guys, Tom Frederick for the University of Sioux Falls and then Jeff Papis for UMD. Uh, sounds like there were some controversial calls in that game and uh, the key to the city on the line uh, next week in, in that uh, rivalry between Augustana and Sioux Falls. Jeff, always great. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Take, Have a good weekend. Take care. Ribs on the way. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Bye. There he is, Jeff Filling, longtime voice of Augustana Athletics. Uh, and Augustana wins 21-13. to They're off to a great start. Uh, you heard about Sioux Falls getting it done. 34-31 the final there. Sioux Falls. Uh, Minnesota State has pulled ahead of Mary in Mankato, 31-28. to This game has gone back and forth. A couple of minutes to go in the game. Mary has a football just underway as Southwest Minnesota State against Minot State. Uh, also in the third now, Bemidji State leading at Upper Iowa 24-14. to One other final, Winona State blew out. MSU Moorhead 40-7 to uh, the final in that football game. And we should point out uh, still to come a little bit later on, uh, Concordia St. Paul taking on Wayne State. So you're up to date on the scores as they stand right now uh, around the area. There is a one game tonight in the MIAC, and we, we've got to mention that. Uh, this this will uh, feature uh, St. Olaf and McAllister tonight at 7 o'clock. So... Uh, uh, St. Olaf and McAllister uh, coming up uh, tonight in St. Paul. So you're up to date on all the scores, and we we uh, will have some more uh, Twins coverage coming up momentarily. We'll get an update on Fan Appreciation Weekend with Matt Hodson, what's going on at the ballpark tonight, and then uh, tomorrow on a Sunday as the Twins' home season winds down rapidly with three with the White Sox. So Matt will join us. We'll squeeze in some more college football scores. Dan Hayes from The Athletic covers the Twins uh, for for that organization. Uh, We'll join us following the news and weather at 5 here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage 
to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is a busy sports day. College football galore. We'll have some uh, scores coming up. Twins and Angels tonight. We'll talk more about the Twins uh, momentarily, but a uh, big one in the MIAC. St. John's 2-0 at Bethel 1-1. Great rivalry in this conference. Austin LeJess joins us at Bethel and smiles all around in Arden Hills for the Royals. Austin, are you there? Well, he was. Uh, we will tell you, though, that Bethel beat uh, St. John's 28-24. Both teams are now 2-1. and one. Other scores in the MIAC real quick. Uh, Augustana beat St. Scholastica 50-13 in Minneapolis. Uh, Augsburg unbeaten. Carlton beat Hamlin 45-12. Finally got a final score out of that one. Gustavus won at Concordia 23-6. All right, back to Bethel and St. John's. Austin LeJez here. Uh, what a win for the Royals. Whew, well, Steve, it was a classic Johnny Bethel matchup here in Arden Hills in front of a crowd of 7,000 plus. Johnny started out with quite the drive to start the game. 19 plays, they go 70 yards over nine minutes to go 7 nothing. Bethel answers just a couple plays later. 45 yard run from the line of scrimmage for Bryce Kunkel, tight end. Excuse me, second quarter, a lot less offense there. St. John's, the lone scoring play with a 21 yard field goal. At half, the Johnnies led 10-7. to Bethel came into this day. They are 4-22 and since 2013 when trailing at the half. Well, the tights turn as Jaron Rossi, back after an injury in week one, the dislocated shoulder, was out there today to play. Went 19-29 of in the air. One interception, 321 yards, three touchdowns. A big play today for him was a 72-yard connection to Joey Kidder. 12-15 left in the third. That put the Royals ahead 14-10. to St. John's response, about a minute and a half later, 58-yard reception, 
for the Johnnies, three plays, 75 yards. They go up 17-14. That was after Bethel misses a 20-yard field goal to try and tie it. Fourth quarter, there was more offense than you ever could have imagined. Ellenson, a 12-yard reception from Jaron Rossi, puts the Royals up 21-17. to Nine minutes back, throws the five-yard rush right into the end zone. The Johnnies go up 24-21 with 9.38 left to go. And then it was the big play. Jaron Rossi's second-longest touchdown of his career to Mike and Ewald. 72 yards, they go up 28-24. The Johnnies did have two opportunities, though, in the final three minutes. Both drives ended up ended in interception. Royals need out victory formation and pick up the highest win over a ranked opponent in program history. Yeah, big win, uh, a huge game today. Jaron Ronsky back from injury, uh, a great player from Alexandria, and uh, probably his most memorable victory in a Bethel Royals uniform. Good for him and uh, good for Bethel, and there's a chance these teams meet again later in the year. There absolutely is. That rematch, if it does happen, will come in the Mayak Championship. That'll be in Collegeville, should it happen. The other side of the division and the skyline hosting that this year. Late November football, almost a picture-perfect ending to the day. The rain fell for about 20 minutes heavy here as the final buzzer ran out, similar to the snowfall last year. All right, very good. Thanks, Austin, for the report. Big win for the Bethel Royals today as they beat St. John's 28-24. And uh, if you're wondering... Uh, next week, Bethel will be at Gustavus and St. Peter. The Gusties got a win, and St. John's home to Concordia next Saturday. All right, let's get over to the Twins. Uh, twins and Angels fan appreciation weekend well underway, and Matt Hodson's been good enough to join us all season long uh, from the Twins front office. And, Matt, uh, here we are. Hard to believe uh, final homestand of the season is at hand. Yeah, it goes quick every year, doesn't it? You know, it's. Uh, I was thinking about it yesterday. It's just, um, uh, you know, now five more games coming tonight. It, it, I don't know where the time went. It seems like just yesterday you and I were talking on breakfast in the plaza. Yeah, that that's exactly right. On, on a very chilly morning uh, out on the plaza, we got to see at, at that moment a future Hall of Famer, Tony Oliva, uh, greeting fans out front. What a great scene uh, to see Tony O that day. Of course, he and Kitty inducted into the uh, Twins or into the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York, this summer. Uh, certainly a great moment. But tonight, Twins and Angels. And then again tomorrow. Big part of Fan Appreciation Weekend. Matt, real quickly, what can fans expect if they come out to Target Field tonight or again tomorrow? Yeah, you're right. It's Fan Appreciation Weekend, our way to to say thanks here for a couple days. Uh, Fans coming out tonight, the first uh, 20,000 fans will get a uh, a free Twins beanie courtesy of Caribou Coffee. Uh, Also, uh, the the first 25,000 fans will get uh, 18 and over, will get a, a pull tab guaranteed to win a prize. Uh, everything from uh, some Caribou Coffee upgrades to uh, Twins memorabilia to a, uh, a surprise pack. We'll also have Lucky Rose, uh, some surprise and delights for uh, for our fans throughout the game. So if you come tonight, chances are you'll, you're going to be a winner in one way, shape, or form. Uh, and then tomorrow is our Kids Appreciation Day presented by Target. Uh, we'll give out uh, kids' beanies to the first 5,000 kids, 12 and under. Uh, some kids' pull tabs for some more prizes for them as well. Uh, Lucky Rose, again, just, uh, again, a lot of different ways uh, to, to give thanks. Uh, a lot of prize packs, and those could be uh, autographed baseballs or other memorabilia. Um, come out to the game, and, and, and we'll make sure you leave with something. All right, that sounds good, Matt. And a uh, big thank you uh, for all your help this season. 
uh, on Saturdays leading up to Twins games. Always been good to visit with you. And uh, the rain is moving through. Should be a great night at the ballpark and, and certainly on Kids Day tomorrow at Target Field with the Angels in town. Absolutely. Come on out and uh, chance to see Shohei Otani and Mike Trout uh, get a glimpse of uh, Forest Lake's own Matt Walner here this first weekend at Target Field. Uh, and start to see some of the things that uh, we'll get excited about as we start ramping up for 2023. All right, outstanding, Matt. Uh, have a good evening, and we'll visit again soon. Sounds good. Thank you, and uh, win Twins. There he is, Matt Hudson from the Twins front office. And the fan appreciation weekend tonight and tomorrow. Pre-game show, by the way, at 5.30 uh, today, a first pitch at 6.10. Twins and Angels, Joe Ryan will be on the mound tonight uh, for the home nine as they try and get back on track. It's been a tough stretch as of late. I don't think there's been any question about that. And then a uh, series finale tomorrow. And then the White Sox come to town for the final home series of the season starting on Tuesday. Twins close on the road in Detroit and Chicago. We've got to run. We've got uh, the news. Some more scores. Dan Hayes, who covers the Twins for the Athletic, on the way here at CCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.